We're live now, boys. Episode 79. Today we have everyone's favorite banker, <laughs> Brendan. What you think? Yeah, I work at a bank. Ooh, yeah, this rap game. I make it rain. Ooh, yeah. Like it. <laughs> it's a little early, but I can get the get the rap going, flowing. You know how I'm never slowing. Single looking to mingle. Let's put something into that. Ooh, single looking to mingle. Be a gift. Like Chris Kringle at Santa Claus. Yeah, you know, get your paws on this, girl. Yeah, what? Oh, man, it's tough. That's good. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Gloria tells Funky Jam. So quit asking what the song is. I just told you. You guys can find it yourselves here. Uh, I had a fucking phenomenal morning. God damn it, I've been feeling good this week. I uh, woke up, got on the treadmill for a little bit, did my red light, did my PEMF. It's a mat now. I, I laid on the mat, and then I put it over myself, and it zaps you. and It zaps your cells. There's a whole bunch of uh, benefits that come from that PEMF machine. And What's that I, stand for? Pulse Electrified Magnetic Fields. Zapping your body, getting the cells good. Good for inflammation in the body. Good for a bunch of things, but I'm trying it out here. And... uh and seeing seeing if we're going to see some benefits because the machines are pretty expensive so i'm gonna try it out for a little bit after that had some breakfast had my coffee read my book and decided i had a little adderall sitting there a little 10 milligram i got one from one of my students a while back and i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna be talking to brendan Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna eat half of this so i took five milligrams so i'm feeling a little nauseous so (laughs) stick with me here and brendan said in college he used to do something similar yeah well So it was different than Adderall. It was called Vivans, but uh, essentially it was like a longer, like uh, it lasted longer too, but it would dehydrate me so bad. But when I would take it and I've taken Adderall too, it would give me this effect of like being reflective and uh, just being like thinking super productive thoughts of like, oh, I'm going to do this to better my life and this and this and this. And I'd have like a laundry list of things. But once I was off the, like the Vivans, those like that, that way of thinking was no longer Went there. away so yeah. it was almost like a motivation type thing mm-hmm. just like that's what the movie limitless with bradley cooper is inspired on is adderall oh when he takes that pill and he's like oh super genius and doing all these things and it's hey, based Jay, off we, that we check my mic i can't i don't know if it's good on your end is it pretty good on your end yes it, sound, it sounds sounding. good okay 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 um, turn it up a bit. yeah and that's the thing about that stuff i think i think abusing it i just I just don't think it's, it can't be healthy to abuse it. Every day people are like, no, I need 40 milligrams or 50 milligrams. Out of, I know people like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, that just can't be healthy. But I know people who've done that shit for years, like 10, 15 years, and they're not fucked up. Who knows? The side effects could come from longer. But if you don't need it, like, don't do it. But I had that little five milligrams sitting there. I said, why not, why not give her a rip? Yeah. And my brother, he was prescribed Adderall like in high school, you know, and it's one thing is like my parents were always like worried about like weed, but it's like, what about the Meth. prescription drugs? It's essentially, yeah, right. Because, uh, man, I can't throw him at it, but, but he was telling me, he was like, oh yeah, we still do Adderall sometimes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, don't they don't they prescribe that shit to like kids? Yeah, that's fucked. That mm. is fucked up that they would prescribe that to kids. But college students, I mean, you can see. I mean, if it just dials you in, it just makes you focused. It opens up. It's got to open up some different neural pathways, just like marijuana in some sense. It's it's different. Like I could write a twenty page paper really on Adderall. I don't think I could do the same thing on marijuana. Yeah, I'm imagine half chill. of Adderall, half of blue chew. For Adderall, but that you have a so you're you're horned up <laughs> and you're thinking hella deep, so that's a good mixture. Does I'd Adderall say. give you like how coffee? He's like, all right, let's go. I think that's it's. I think. I feel like it's different. I feel like it's a uh, similar, similar, but I feel like the Adderall makes you a little bit more sharp. A little low dose here and there. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Fucking no free. People are like don't be taking that shit, Tim. Come on. It's like hey, fucking take a breather. It's one day, okay. <laughs> okay, we got some call-ins, some very good call-ins. What's the weirdest thing that you absolutely believe? We got a bunch of other things to talk about on the show. We'll rip these call-ins first, and then we'll talk about them. Okay? Here we go. Number one. Yo, what up, Timbo? This is Dylan calling in from the mean streets of Ridgewood, New Jersey. Uh, I don't think this is even that far-fetched to believe at this point, but I'm convinced most of the shit Americans consume from like food and water all the way to the vaccines is just corporations that are evil just intentionally poisoning the citizens. Like, I don't think it's even like they're using cheap ingredients for monetary gain and bigger profits. I think these people are just genuinely evil and they're, they're only intended to poison the masses. Damn, that's a lot to unpackage. Um, I, th- I don't think that was all of it, but maybe it was. No, I don't. I know that was at all. I mean, I don't think it's a lot to unpackage. Go into a fucking gas station. What are they selling for the people that can't really afford a lot of stuff? Everything there is so fucking trash and is proven a hundred percent to make you obese, to rot your teeth, to give you diabetes, to give you heart disease if you eat that kind of shit all the time. And then with that, they got to go to the doctor and then they got to go to the doctor and get prescription meds. And then they got to, they got to do all this thing and it makes the, the world go around. If everyone's healthy and they're not really going to the doctor a lot and they're not getting prescription pills and they're not doing the, all this, then all those big pharma things so <clears throat> bust now. The only thing that I would say though, is like, cause he said that it's not for monetary gain and it's just evil. That'd probably be my only counterpoint is like, I mean, it does seem like it's for money, too, though, that everyone's getting a little bit in their hands. So I feel like a lot of evil and corrupt things that do happen are driven by greed and money. So, I mean, I feel like there is monetary involved. Did you see the thing? I forgot what this, what what is this actor's name again? Oh, Woody Harrelson. That's Woody Harrelson. I got your back. Woody Harrelson was on the SNL and he popped off with this. Let's listen. The movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? (laughs) So the movie goes like this. Oh, I I see what he's saying. There's some people out there, though, that that they they truly think the government has their best interest. Uh -uh. 
it's like, no, you trust the government. No, there's no conspiracies. You trust the government. They have your best interest. Whatever they tell you to do, you do it with the vaccine. And especially with the vaccine, all this shit coming out now, people, all this stuff coming out that was true that you'd get banned from YouTube or you'd get banned from Instagram talking about. Now it's coming out that's true. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what those people that are like, you're so pro-vaccine. No, it's the vaccine. The vaccine's good. I wonder what they say now. Or I wonder if they admit it. I bet some people do be like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Maybe it'll open their eyes and help them grow and like kind of look for the real truth. Or they're just so, no, I'm fucking dumb. <clears throat> what do you think? Yeah, because I, I was actually just back home in February, at the beginning of February with my parents. And my mom is like, she's on the left side, big time. What's that mean? You know, like Democrat, like liberal. So what's that mean? And uh, when I talked to her about vaccines... Cause I was like, we were talking about the Deandre uh, or the DeMar Hamlin thing, or, you know, with the football and, and how like the football players are saying that maybe it's contributed to that uh, health issues. And she was like, don't even talk about it. Like I couldn't even have a conversation with her about it. Cause it was so politicized. It's almost, it was almost like you're taking a stab at her just even questioning. Mm-hmm. My whole, my mom's side of the family is like that to where they're, they've always been like in the St. Louis city and have very strong, like Democrat liberal ties. And like, it's almost like a cult in a way. Cause it's like, they don't ever think about the right side. And then, uh, cause my, cause I was talking about like, again, with donations to Joe Biden and then like from SBF and like how the, they're, where's that, are they going to send that money back to the people? And it, it was like, don't even talk about it. Don't even bring it up. It's like, why can't we have a conversation about these things? Yeah, and maybe try to talk to smart people that disagree with you to find out what's true. And, I mean, that's a powerful thing. We've talked about that in the past, too. But people that are very close-minded on that one side like that, it's like, fuck, it's fucking Because I wish we could have a better dialogue when it comes to vaccines. Why do we have to stab each other so fast when we talk about these things? Because I... I think we'd get a lot more progress done if we were more civil with each yeah. other. But I agree with that. I mean, I it's crazy that fucking cigarettes and all that shit. I mean, it's not crazy that it's legal, but it is kind of. That's the first thing. You go into that gas station and it's just tons of shit that's going to poison you and slowly kill you. It's not going to kill you tomorrow. But if you eat that shit every day for 30 years, you're, there's a good chance you're going to get cancer, heart disease. You're going you're gonna to get a disease from all that trash that you're putting in your body. So to think that they, the, the higher-ups are really looking after you. No, come on. Fuck, you got to look after yourself. Um. Okay, well, I'll go to the next one here you back because first off i'm high now and now i can explain a little better but what are the chances of me telling you about admiral bird can tell you i'm listening to your podcast and then literally five minutes later sean says i don't know if the fucking earth is flat i've never been up there well let me tell you it is flat like i said look into his journal and what he's seen he went on an expedition to antarctica in 19 fucking 30 something and he said what he said, he talks about what he's seen. He said there was way more land than what they're telling us. Uh, basically, he said it's where the elite live. Um, he said the earth's flat. We're in a container. Water always finds its level. Uh, people are like, well, we've been to Antarctica. No shit, dummies. We're not allowed past the 60th south latitude. You go try to go past the 60th south latitude, they're going to shoot you in the fucking head. Anyway, um... Also, NASA's never shown us a real picture of Earth. They've admitted it's always been CGI. Um, but his his story is really interesting. So you said weird shit you believe in. 
Admiral Byrd. Check that motherfucker out. Crazy shit. Have a good one, fellas. What's your thoughts on that, Brandon? That was wild. Because, I mean, I guess I can't just prove him wrong right off the bat, but, I mean, to think that if you went to Antarctica and went a certain distance and then were to get shot in the back of the head, where are these guys posted up at? Maybe, maybe. I, I haven't so, been there. So the people, so he's saying the people on each side of the flat earth where it drops off into space, there's there's security guards blocking it. So why would they, why would they be so, why would they be so like, we can't let people find out the earth is flat. We just can't. I mean, that doesn't really make that much sense. I mean, there's crazier stuff. Elon Musk believes in simulation theory. So, like, maybe we're all in a simulation. Maybe the flat earth thing falls within that theory. Because I, I can't explain why they would want to hide stuff like that either. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it seems like, I mean, looking into it, it's like, is it really worth looking into that much? Like, the earth's flat. Okay, now what? And has there really never been a picture taken of the earth? Like he's, I, I, there's a lot of information I feel like wasn't accurate that I, I can't, I, I'd have to fact check it. Yeah. But. So there's satellites up there that can't see the earth. They don't see the earth's flat. There's, I mean, God, it just seems far fetched. I mean, I, again, I just sounds just as stupid if I'm like, nope, nope, that's the earth not flat. I don't fucking know either. I haven't seen it. Again, not wanting to stab at someone right away and attack their beliefs, but maybe question them and see if we can come to some kind of understanding. Maybe it's a triangle. <laughs> it's a tri or, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the flat earth, Jay? You think it's flat? Um, no. I think it's a circle. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say it's a circle. What if it's, it's a triangle? Tree. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But that's true. It's like, okay, if it is flat. Now what? Who cares? Now you're just going to buck yourself around all day, every day, saying it's flat. <laughs> and it just doesn't change anything. Yeah, for real. But like I said, there's so many smart people that believe in crazy theories that can't be proven or un like disproven. I mean, if Elon Musk believes in simulation theory, who am I to knock this guy for believing in flat, flat earth theory? Mm -hmm. True. True. Okay, we'll go to the next one here. What's going on, Timbo? Love the show. Love you and Suge. Been following since Contender Series. Love what y'all are doing. Keep that shit up. But the craziest thing I believe in has got to be the whole fentanyl epidemic going on right now. It's how China is linked with a lot of it. There's been multiple very uh, well-known and respected journalists from Mexico who have embedded with cartels there. And these uh, China sends actual scientists to teach cartels how to Cook the cook the fentanyl paste and all this stuff, and the they'll do a whole like class type shit, and they'll do like three cooks together, and then the last one the the cartel will take over, and the the cook from China will just overlook it all and make sure that they do it right, and they'll just go to the next lab after that. But it's crazy. Like if you look in the China's fifty year plan, like it's insane. Sounds like a whole conspiracy theory, but there's so many credible people behind this that it's there's just too much to not look at, you know? But love the show. Love what y'all are doing. Man, fucking keep winning, dude. Go for the gold. Peace. Peace out, brother. Love you, too. That um, one was interesting because I kind of am on board a little bit with... I, I, I'm not... Wouldn't put it past it, well, that's uh, what the Mariah government. Said, that's what Mariah said. She said a lot of the fentanyl and stuff's coming from China. And China's as smart as they are, and they want in the future generations world domination it could be thinking that many years ahead and it could be with the TikTok, with with all the things 
thinking years ahead that we're going to take over everything here in about 50, 60 years. And what's, what, what kind of things are going to do that? Mm-hmm. The leak, the leak of the fucking COVID, I'm, the yeah. fentanyl, the TikTok taking over people's minds. Exactly. I know it seems like all these steps are in place. It's a good plan. Honestly, if I was like, you know, ahead of the Chinese government, Mm -hmm. man, I would probably be doing the same exact thing. And then going through proxy with, uh, with the cartel like that, be like, it wasn't China. Look at the cartels doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, if that stuff is true, which there's a very good chance it is, what can we do about it? It is stressing about it every day, talking about it, being like, ugh, having anxiety about it every day, or just be like, well, I'm going to focus on what I can control, and that's my health, and that's my relationships, and I'm going to worry about that. Well, I'm thinking if the government's already, like, invasive on us, and we already worry about being monitored and stuff, I'm sure they're already doing similar things that China's doing to us, to them, right? They've got to be. There's got to be, like, operations set up to, like, counteract this. I mean, maybe, or you got Biden who can't even form one sentence. This is true. Which is fucking weird. I don't know what people think when they watch that, especially supporters or whatever. I don't, I don't not support, not support, whatever. I don't fucking know. But dude, you watch that and you're like, yep, I'm going to put a vote in for that guy. Yeah, that well, motherfucker can't even put a sentence together. I've been He's washing so my gone. hands every day of the blood on my hands because I voted for Biden. Did you? I voted for Biden. I'm going to say it right now on the podcast. And do you regret it? I do. I was, hey. And why do you regret it? Just because I feel like he is just too old for the position. and Bro, just he's, he's about to croak it. at any moment. He cannot be making... There's no fucking way he can be making the very big decisions for America. There's no way. He doesn't even know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch a highlight of Biden fucking up his speech. It's like, okay, that guy needs to be in an old folks home here real soon. Or just being taken care of and just sit there and put them in front of a TV. And there, there's more things to being a leader than just being politically correct. And I, I think the biggest reason I didn't vote for Trump was because I was worried about how he might divide the country. But it's already been divided. It was divided before that. And I think that if I, in hindsight, I probably would have changed how I voted. Wow. So Biden lover we got. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to get a I voted for Biden shirt or something. Are you really? Yeah. Because we're around such an area, I feel like, that's more Republican. So it would be kind of funny to... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you more, you know more about politics than I do. Oh. How do you know that kind of stuff? Or Well, my parents Dude. have always been really into politics. Because my dad's conservative. You know, he's always been in the banking industry. I feel like a lot of people in the finance sector are more lean towards the right. So what does he think about you smoking dope? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a... Well... Growing up, oh man, I could tell he's never approved of it. Cause like, would you come home high? Because sometimes I get snaps from the boys, and I love them, and I fucking die laughing. Sometimes you get so cooked mm-hmm. that your eyes aren't even looking in the same direction as each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, my parents. Every time when I came back home February, oh my mom was letting me have it. Was she saying you fucking little stone and mullet motherfucker or what? Or just uh, you know. People tend to question your intelligence a lot more when they see that you're full baked all the time. And I just have to be like, I don't smoke all the time. You know, I do go to work, not high. I haven't smoked it all the day. I'm not going to smoke till, you know, after work. Has your mother ever smoked the Mary J? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Still still does? No, no. Well, because me and Brock, my, our roommate, 
I, we bought edibles in Illinois when it wasn't legal in Missouri yet. And then I came back. I was like, mom, you got to try these. I was like, just have, just have like one. She knew what it was. Yeah. She knew what it was. She ate the whole bag. Yeah. Cause she, she was like, it didn't hit me the first one. So, Ooh. and then she was just out getting munchies at nighttime. Wow. It was a good, it was a funny day. Yeah. Yeah. So what about your dad? Does he smoke the Mary J? Well, just because of his work and everything, he's really like, oh, don't do this or that. But, mm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten him to. Yeah. I mean, I don't think smoking weed's for everyone. But if you're old enough, if you're over 25 years old and you're a, a smarter person, then I think you should be able to look at the benefits of cannabis and all the, the literature or whatever. Maybe vaporize a little smoke and you'd have a way different outlook at it. Because I think a lot of people look at weed and they just see the a lot of losers smoke weed, which is true. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just fucking get baked all day, make excuses, and they just sit there and they just just cover up all their feelings and just numb their shit all day. And yeah, that's not good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's a lot of good things about weed, but I haven't been smoking much. I mean, the last couple nights, three, four nights, I haven't done any weed, no edibles, no weed before bed. And I'm like, the sleep is completely different. Mm -hmm. It's weird. You have like stronger dreams to vivid, mm -hmm. multiple different ones, vivid. And I wake up and I'm more ready to go. So I think a little, a good little tolerance break, break here and there. It's good. I love the, cause when you said you use weed as like a reward, that's how I always try to look at it now. Yeah. But, uh, I could probably still, even myself do less. Yeah. I mean, when you get high, you get high. Mm -hmm. That feel good. It, yeah, no, it does feel good to just, yeah, I get out of my own mind a little just bit. Just shut off for a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. I get snacky too, and I and I, I can put on weight fucking easy. I get way too hungry. I try to get Jay to smoke sometimes, some of the vaporized herbs, and he gets scared. I think he's gotten scarred in the past. I'm scared. <clears throat> it's the edibles that knock me out the hardest. Smoking is like, I don't know, but when you do a lot of edibles, it'll just make you want to go to sleep heavy, sometimes. Heavy dose? Mm-hmm. 100 milligrams? Yeah. Those just, yeah, those will get you. Fuck that, dude. It's too much for me. Okay, on to the next one here. Hey, what's up, Tim? Anthony here. Uh, first and foremost, man, I just want to say um, huge fan, Oscar, six of the brother, and I, we've been following. Oscar, oh, okay, Oscar is six nine's brother, so it must be their buddy. You and Sean for since what the Ultimate Fighter, so I'm very happy and I'm pumped and excited to keep following you guys. And I'm so proud, man! I'm so happy for you guys. You guys are achieve amazing things, and it's only the beginning. So much more. Let's um, hope. In regards to the, the questionnaire, I'm a big, big, big firm believer that good things happen to good people and when I say good people because it could be so many definition of a good person um, I just feel like if you carry out positivity just lending a helping hand to someone you see struggling you're just always going out there and try to put a smile on people's faces just greet random strangers you see in the street um, I just feel like the universe always has a way of rewarding you it doesn't have to be necessarily with money it could be with better health could be with more wisdom, better friends, progression, and just a better understanding and knowledge of whatever it is that you want to proceed and achieve in life. I just 
really feel like the universe would direct you in a really good path if you carry yourself in that way. Um, once again, man, huge fan. And I wish you guys nothing but the best because I know the best is yet to come. Peace out. Thank you, brother. Love you, too. What are your thoughts on that, Brennan? I <clears throat> I tend to believe that, too, that, you know, if you're a good person and you put good things out there, good things will ha- come back to you. But I, at the same time, I th- also think that there's real piece of shits out there that also have successful lives. So you can't just say that it's contributed to good or bad, but I think your chances of having a good life are definitely increased exponentially if you're a good person. Yeah, I think you'll just get surrounded by people that are more genuine. And I think a good person is like someone who treats everyone the same even if they're weaker even if whatever they are they always they treat them nice and they're welcoming to them but i I think that's right too when you're when you're doing shit that's not good when you're jacking shit when you're doing shit this doesn't feel good it's like you just think in your mind something not good's gonna happen in the future i I don't know maybe that's just a, a, a crock of shit but i think if you're helping people and you're doing a good thing it's just it 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 is an energy thing yeah, that was just because a tough thing with struggling with my own faith was like, how could God allow someone like Kim Jong-un or Vladimir Putin, or not even those guys, those are still political figures, but there's people out there that have clearly done wrong things that don't pay for their actions. And for me, that was always hard to grapple with, like how have come they haven't been punished yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that kind of shit is just like, oh, why would God allow kids to die in school shootings? or all this stuff mm-hmm. to happen to kids and they didn't even have a chance for faith or whatever. But then the religious people say, yeah, well, God works in mysterious ways. You don't really know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But that was a damn good, good question though, about good people and all that. I, cause yeah, I think at the end of the day though, it's good to be a good person. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are religious just because they think that makes them a good person and it doesn't. Yeah. Well, the one thing I would say is because I've kind of been getting back to it, but not in a sense of like uh, a traditional orthodox, like just like praying to be grateful for what I have rather than like this is the right set of rules and beliefs. So I hope that all of you believe this. No, it's more like thank you for what I have and the people around me and the things I've been able to accomplish thus far and hopefully the drive that I still continue to have mm-hmm. those type of things I'm grateful for and not be like, I, I just want to be good. I just want to be a good person just so I have that chance to go to heaven. Oh, if yeah. there is a chance and I don't want to go to hell. So that's why I'm going to be a good person. Not I'm a good person just because I, it feels good and I want to be a good person. And the, the buddy I talked to at the CPI stem cells, he's one of the owners. He went to college for a religion, religion, studying mm-hmm. different religions. And he said, big majority of most religions came about, because of economics because of tax breaks and because they see there's a big business in it and religions and churches those are some of the biggest fucking business money making businesses out there they don't they get exempt from taxes Mm -hmm. and i was looking up the stipulations you can just like really make anything a church which is fucking weird the timbo church the church of yeah (laughs) why not yeah Okay, we'll keep going. I'm geeking up here a little bit. Oh, my man. Yo, huge fan. All right. Weirdest thing that I believe to be true. So, I am not snipped, no? Uncircumcised. As a little kid, bacon security. Uh, I was like, what the hell? I don't think 
once I realized that not everyone is like that, I was like, what the fuck? This is weird as shit. Until I started having sex with girls, that I realized they don't give a fuck. So what I think to be true is I think it's better to be uncircumcised. I know it's not the norm, but look at this, dude. You get way more feeling down there, way more nerves. You got the tip of your dick still not cut off, you know? Got the all those other nerves, plus as extra lubrication, I've heard, okay? That's just what I believe, you know, extra feeling down there. Let me know what you think. Buddy. Will you do that to your son when the time comes? Uh, I'm sure in the hospital that'll happen. You'll say do it, snip him? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's just kind of like what's the standard. And I mean, I think there's cleanliness behind Like you don't have to clean as much if you're circumcised compared to, I'm sure that guy has to do a lot of cleaning. Otherwise, you know, yeah. it's not going to be yeah. kept or up just, the same. Yeah. We just snip that wiener off. I wonder where that came from. I'd be interested to do that do that research. But that does make sense. I mean, look at all the veins and all the the everything in your wiener, and then they just snip it off. I mean, it's a religious thing too, like Judaism, like Abraham uh-huh. and like his sons, like circumcising them. I'm pretty sure that's like where it started. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I ugh, fuck. How traumatic is that to a little baby when they first come out? Maybe it's not at all. Maybe it is. And then the hygiene practices back then were probably so bad too that maybe it was like a necessity kind of thing to, yeah, to where then. like they put it in religion so that people would actually do it. To where maybe now you could, I'm sure there's enough research about it to how to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him. All, hats off. I mean, if he's making it work and well, hats on keeping healthy. <laughs> hats on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that to my son. i to look into it, research it a little more. Would you let him? Yeah. <laughs> Timbo, how you doing, brother? How you doing, uh, Big Schmidt? So, Ooh. weirdest thing that I believe in personally is that every time I brush my teeth, I feel like I have to shit immediately. Just no ways around it. Just It just has to come out no matter what. So, I really got a plan when I'm going to brush my teeth. O'Malley, we miss you, man. We want to see you fight soon. Okay. Uh, that could just be in your head there, and that could be a morning thing. Usually people have to take a bowel movement in the morning. Yeah, definitely right here. And maybe just being in the bathroom mm-hmm. so he sees it. Mm-hmm. So you're about how many months into jiu-jitsu? Five months? Well, longer than that. Six months? Since uh, almost, well, a year because of February of uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Is when we started, and you've been slowly climbing. I would, I would, I do wish you guys would come three times a week because three times a week can get a little more growth mm-hmm. compared to two times a week. You plan on doing that any anytime soon? I, I, I always say, oh, I gotta, I can't make any excuses. I just, it could be a Saturday. It could be a Saturday noon with Johnny. It could be. There's tons of classes you could fit in one more, and even if you tell the instructor, be like, I don't really want to go super hard. I just want to drill and kind of just get to sweat. That's okay too. I think it'd be good. What kind of benefits you think you're getting from jujitsu? Because clearly you're getting more jacked. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and uh, it's just a. I guess the confidence is a big thing, and it's nice to feel comfortable in the jujitsu gym and like everybody's family there. It's awesome. But maybe what I I still need to work on that you guys always preach is like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that's something that still to this day it's very difficult to do well i mean i think that's just difficult for everyone i, th- I don't think it's easy for anyone 
I mean, even when I'm fucking gassed or when I'm super uncomfortable, it's like, it's still just as bad as it is probably for you. But mentally I'm just more familiar with that. I've, I've had my heart rate spike to 190 probably thousands of times and had to continue doing the right techniques and still be still be able to think when your heart rate's that high. But if you're rarely, your heart rate gets to 190, you think, oh, I'm going to be a good fighter, or I'm going to do jujitsu, and then your heart rate gets to 190, it's like, holy fuck, you're almost panicking because your body's saying, like, you need to slow down, you need to stop, you need to take a break. A break. But being able to counter those thoughts, that's what just doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it helps with. So I know the three days would be such a big difference, too, that I, I need to commit to, but I just never do, mm-hmm. so... That's something that I need to hold myself accountable for. So you're single right now. We we found March 6th, I think, we get the boys for a blind date. The speed dating, right? What's your thoughts on that? I think you're going to do the best out of all those guys in the, that. The boys, they're so, a little... Sono will pull his little, like, hey, I'm pretty boy Sono. Just like... Yeah. Schmitty, who knows? Schmitty will probably do good, too. He'll probably do good. I think Brock will do good. But I think you might be doing the best. Do the best. I'm interested to see the the turnout because I know the other guys are like, oh man, it's probably just gonna be a bunch of like old lonely ladies. Or and no. I'm like, hey, whatever. I mean, it's an age group thing. It's I think it was 20. 25 to 39. Wow. I, I, I think they're all assuming it's gonna be just all 39 year olds or something. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good though. I think it's gonna be good. And who knows? You could find the love of your life. So for you, if for you, if you wanted to find your what kind of woman would you prefer? Hefty, not hefty, your height, taller. I mean, big butt. Height's never been an issue so much as like in I mean, weight there's a I mean, you know, I don't want anyone that would be like, you know, obese like or, or anything. Middle so middleweight, 185. Yeah. Because that that's something I believe that we can work on. Like your height you can't like do something unless you're taking HGH or doing something crazy to or, like or thick soles. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get some. I I'm gonna get some big shoes, Tim. Yeah. So, what kind of you look? What are you looking for in a girl, really? Uh, probably someone that's just as driven as myself, but and um doesn't take themselves too seriously. Those would be two really great things. And then, yeah, the personality would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, and and you know, I do want to be attracted to the person too, of course. Mm-hmm. But like. You don't the personality is really there. big just because if there was to be like a commitment or, or something down the, the road, you never know how you're going to look, you know, when you're 70. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mainly just being goal driven would and, be and, the biggest one. And having some humility, be able to make fun of themselves, just have a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. It's coming. I think it's coming for you. I mean, Phoenix has millions of people and, and you're a good looking kid, smart kid. Yeah, I appreciate that. Get uncomfortable with uncomfortable. Do the speed dating. I just have fun with it too, you know. I and think you're gonna do good at the speed dating. I'm excited for that. I like the push. So I like the March push 6th. in that direction. It's March sixth. So that'll be good. So you write. So you do screenwriting, huh? I do. And my mom was like, "When are you gonna get back on it?" In February, they were all my family was hounding me because that was like the biggest thing that I would do. I'd used to write like all the time. I completed you know, quite a few screenplays and would send them out to competitions. And then like, hopefully in the hope of a producer, you know, picking it up. Mm-hmm. And I even had a contract, uh, or I had a, a contract. I had an option with two wedding videographers. It's not like it's a big studio, but they were in Virginia wanting to make us a, a small budget film and it just never came through. But that was like the closest I had gotten. So after work, you would there. just go home and just kind of sit there and continue on with your story. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. I'd set it aside like an hour or two to, to writing on the uh, fin- uh, final draft. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when it was screen printing, you'd, you'd put together the characters and say, Rick or whatever says this and a full thing. Well, the first thing, because it's like a structure, so you make like your characters and like the plot and what's going to happen. I put like themes of like the messages that I want the, the story to like really bring out. And then try to formulate that and make it all work and then get that dialogue to be believable. Damn, what kind of got you into that? Uh, that would have to be my creative writing class in high school when I first took it. And, uh, you know, I just was like, oh, I'm going to get an easy A. But then I was like really in love with it because it gave me like a creative outlet to where I could write whatever the fuck I wanted. And then my professor, he was like, or not professor, he's just a, a teacher. Uh, in high school but he was like this is inappropriate you shouldn't have this character kill these people he's a secret agent and like you know i had fun with it and then when i showed my parents these same stories they would love it and they were they've always been so supportive so i always appreciate the family that i have too to really motivate me and drive me uh very privileged for that but as far as that's that's where the love for writing really came from was like finding myself in it it's probably like a big reason why you're so smart too. I mean, people who can sit down for an hour, sit there for an hour or where, however long it is and just write like, dude, that's a fucking hard thing to do. Hard thing to do. The fact that you can do that's pretty badass. So what's the longest, like how many pages usually? Uh, try to make it like an hour and a half. So you try to pace it with like the minutes, like a minute per page. I try to get like 120. I had 120 page, like a horror script that I wrote. And that seems pretty good on pace. So uh, that's typically what I try to go for. But I also do like to do uh, like hour long pilot scripts because I like TV shows too. So I always, I've been making, I've made a lot of those more than movie scripts is probably TV. Do you, do you ever find yourself going dark with your thoughts and just like, wow, is, is that fucked up putting that there? Or? Well, that's the cool thing. The, the thing I love about writing is like getting into a character and like not, writing as myself or talking as myself that was probably the hardest thing too to learn is to not have all your characters sound the same so i like to like embody like you know and it's like i'm in this reality i'm five two i'm filipino i'm I'm, you know these are definitive facts but in the story world where i'm kind of god in my own way and i can create this world like i can create these characters and like be them you know and it's kind of a cool escape in a way too it's fucking badass, dude. I appreciate def- you saying def- that I'm smart too, but like everyone has talents too. And I just hope that that's one of them that I've been utilizing. Yeah. But yeah, but not many people sit down with a pen and paper and just let their brain do something. Nowadays it's just scrolling, scrolling YouTube computers. It's like all other shit, but sitting down with your own brain. That's what's pretty cool about it. I just need to get back into it now. Cause it's been months since I've got back into writing. I was actually doing a story with all the Jobins in it about being in vegas i was 50 pages in and i haven't gotten back to it you know those are the kind of things i kick myself do you do do you ever do so do you write when you're sober or do you write when you're high or both both 50 50 i'd say when i write sober it's better though Mm -hmm. so i I prefer to do it sober yeah i'm reading this book it's called ignore everybody 39 creative something it's pretty badass and this guy talks about just like when you have an idea or you have something you can't ask your friends because your friends a new idea that's going to pop off your friends aren't going to be like yeah it's going to go you just don't know and he he talks about about a bunch of things and his his thing took off too and he all he did is just write little shitty drawings on back of business cards 
and his thing took off and blew up and it's a pretty cool little story there so you're working at the bank right now 40 hours a week yeah yeah i work as a personal banker i'm actually getting licensed to be able to like talk about investment products like uh, options and derivatives like just a bunch of stuff to advance in that too so that's actually really cool do you have any cool colleagues cool colleagues uh i guess my manager like he let me brother ralph yeah yeah i was like can i get on the podcast i know i'm working today and he's like yeah oh, he just put okay and i was like i loved it right away thanks <laughs> see you on that but he's been really flexible with my schedule and uh i think he understands when there's opportunities that come for anyone that is looking to better their life like he'll, he'll have some leeway there so is there downtime with that job or are you busy from when you get there to when you leave you you try to eliminate downtime because it is a slow branch that i work at and the one thing there is a lot of calls that go on and it's like i'm asking them if they want you know if they are interested in a loan or opening accounts with us so that's probably the crappiest part of the job the best part is when i actually sit down with people and build relationships that way that's yeah. the cool thing about it is like the personal relationships you build yeah. with with customers especially in this area too it's a lot of opportunity yeah i wish you could wear those glasses at work people would love that <laughs> yeah but that is cool i had cornrows at work for what a they, day what they think of that that was really cool i got a lot of compliments on it i thought people would be like i don't want to do business with you and stuff you're trying to act black <laughs> no <laughs> no i just uh yeah just growing my hair out and i thought it was cool yeah it was cool uh, we got John Jones coming back this weekend. Uh, Chael Sonnen brought up an interesting thing. He said a lot of those, the embedded, the countdowns and stuff, he's doing swim workouts. And people do swim workouts because they're usually battling injuries, and that's a good way to keep your heart rate up, and it's easy on the joints. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, putting, putting 50 pounds or however much muscle he put on, putting on that much muscle, and now your joints have to carry that extra power and that extra explosiveness and uh who knows how healthy you're eating so there's a lot of probably inflammation in the joints and a lot of extra just weight on those joints that could have an effect it's hard to say i think he's got that x factor though that mental game like that jordan mental game of like yes. that ultra competitiveness that i think cyril's gonna have to contend with that's Dude, gonna be tough i mean for sure i mean and, and john jones being gone for so long not even being like, I'm not going to come back and get a warm-up fight with someone in the top five. Whatever. I want the best motherfucker there is. And Serial Gone, who's just giant and athletic and punches people at the end of his punches and is like tricky with his footwork. And John Jones is like, let's do it. Fuck. And what's scary too, that's when I think like Faith can come in and be a pro. Because like the way John Jones uses Faith and the way that he's like, it's his God-given ability. And like he's put on this earth to do this. Those kind of thoughts and beliefs and motivations, man, I don't know how you beat someone like that. Yeah, when they're athletic like that. I mean, faith in general, like, I mean, belief in yourself, even if you don't know shit, you don't know shit, but you think you do. You think I could knock this motherfucker out. Then you, there's a chance you could mm -hmm. compared to someone who knows, like, I can't knock this guy out. You know what I'm saying? The, the belief, especially fighters, fighters early on that they, they think they're really good. They th this, this happened to me. I thought I was the man. I'm like, I can compete with any welterweight. My coach had me believe in that. Mm -hmm. And that was a powerful thing. I'd go into every single fight. I wouldn't know the level, the level of grappling, the level of jujitsu, the level of striking. I was just like, I'm there. I don't give a fuck. I'll knock you out. So I was going in those fights thinking that, and that's, I mean, that, and that's a dangerous fighter. Once someone figures out that there's such high levels, it could it can um, 
demoralize people. Some people that think they're really, really good, then they go to a gym and they find out, wow, I'm not good. And in previous fights, they went into all those fights super confident, thinking they're going to win. Now they trained at a really good gym and went with really good partners. Now in their fights, they're like, fuck, what if this guy's as good as these people I'm training with now? And you start playing those mental games. That's a whole thing in itself. Yeah. It's cool to see people bounce back from that though. And then they're even better that's, after I mean, that's, that's what happened to sugar. He, he thought he was the man coming down from Montana. I think he had the 12 amateur fights at the time. And he, he's talking, I pick him up from the airport and he's talking to me like, Oh, we're, we're going to go to the top. I'm like, bro, you have no idea what you're about to get into. You're about you, your skills are nowhere near where you think they are. And that can either break people or it can motivate them to be like, I'm going to fucking get that good. That, that just shows me how good I can get. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those. So what's the weirdest thing you believe in? Ooh, the weirdest thing I believe in. Damn. Probably simulation theory with Elon Musk. Like, I mean, so what does that, so what does like, that consist of? Cause, cause his point people? is like if video games and all these simulations that people are creating are so realistic that you can't differentiate them from like real life the probability that we're in a simulation is increased exponentially because like there's proof that you can run a simulation that's basically mimicking reality. So who's to say that a higher intelligence isn't doing the same again, you can't prove or disprove that really. So it's that's why I would say it's the craziest thing that I believe because who am I to say that that's not the case. And it's like, there's more evidence of that than like other things that are crazy to say that's not possible you'd have to just be fucking dumb because it's like okay if someone says like just the human body in general just the flesh and the bones that create this person and then our mind it's so fucking absurd whoever built that whether it was an explosion or whether it's some higher power that built that they're so far past what our brains can even conceive that anything's fucking possible really don't you think yeah, like people like to think of God as like one singular entity. I like to think that there's a team of programmers, you know, that are doing code and then yeah. that's what's coming back. Yeah. Jay, what's the weirdest thing you believe you think? Um, I don't know. I think it's, I always think of why we don't, uh, I heard like a re- weird conspiracy theory about NASA, how like they don't explore the deep ocean and shit and I always thought it was weird that we don't explore like the ocean here and like the deep forest, but we're trying to explore planets like bro what and space you haven't even really conquered earth. Why are you like trying to that's a good one. I'm curious. I wonder what the deepest part of the ocean is that's known to man. I wonder how 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 deep it actually is. I wonder if you could even send a camera that deep because of the pressure that gets put on it. But damn, that would be, I would love to know if Atlantis is down there or something crazy. Shit like that. Imagine all the animals they haven't found down there. like Mm -hmm. Giant squid that come out, but like there's got to be something crazy down there. I mean, it's weird when when you're even, because my brother's building a new house and they're they're trying to get a new, what's it called with the water? God damn it. A well? A well, yeah. So they're digging a well. I'm like, he's, he's up in this mountain in Montana, this deep fucking forest mountain and mm-hmm. he's going to dig for a well. So I'm like, what do you mean dig for a well? You dig until you hit water mm-hmm. and how many feet of water? There's like lakes in each mountain. Really? And then you, that's where your well comes from. I'm like, that's fucking insane. I wonder if people have machines and how, yeah, how deep they've gone into the fucking earth and into the ocean. Yeah. Who knows? There could be like literally different worlds within our world type of thing. 
journey to the center of the earth type <laughs> shit there. Jeesh. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, that's cooler than mine. I want to switch mine to his now. No, you <laughs> keep yours. You keep no, yours. Keep your simulation. <laughs> what else we got going on? I got myself a new watch. Yeah, that's sharp. Uh, the Automir's Paget. And I don't know. We'll keep it keep it for a little while. Shout out to Happy Jewelers. I like it. It's nice. Um, I'm thinking about, I was thinking about a way. I'm like, God, I would love, because Mariah's pa- parents and family, they're so smart and they, they know how to, they've ran huge marijuana companies, huge businesses. And I'm like, I wonder if there's a way that I can grow the most gourmet weed possible. No shit with pesticides. That'd be sick. No shit. Just, uh, just the most quality weed possible. Maybe supply it to a couple, couple close friends and just enjoy that. So I was thinking about doing that, but then also I'm still thinking about this coffee shop. I know I'm, I've always been so into coffee, been into weed. I would love to have my own coffee shop and make the own vibe in there and have good quality coffee people can drink. And I know I feel like that'll take off. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Mm-hmm. My only thing is with uh, like the weed industry is like the regulation risk there of like, what if something happens that's like a crazy one-off and then like it gets political and they try to like push back on regulations. You kind of see that with, with other industries. And I'm like, cause weed's been like, no one's really stopping it or pushing back as much as I, I would imagine. And then I'm just waiting for some crazy right conservative who's anti weed to actually have a voice and be saying something in politics to like stop the industry. But haven't seen anything like that yet. Or just make it. So the big pharma people control the weed. And they, they control the weed and they're, they're not worried about the quality of weed. They're just worried about the quantity and they don't give a fuck what they spray on it. Yeah. It's going to give you cancer in a few months, but perfect. Now we got to check these people in the hospital and that keeps the circle going. And what's those vape pens doing, which I, I smoke myself. Those are the, probably the worst things you do that vape I do. Pen? Not like, not like a, not like a nicotine, vape. not like nicotine, but the THC pens because those probably still have bad things in them too i would imagine there's no way those are as healthy as smoking flour yeah i mean sometimes you smoke one of those things and they like hurt your chest i'm like that can't be good i try to stay away from those things but i'm sure there's more quality ones than not but uh yeah the whole weed thing getting quality weed for my boy ryan sprague i've talked about him and i've had him on the pod in the past but he he knows how to grow the most like perfect weed and i've got to try it it's just like god damn it's just so much different than every other weed i would love to be able to grow my own yeah putting your name on some weed that's definitely a worthy investment because even though i have those fears about regulation pushbacks the long term those pushbacks are going to be not even an issue you know like it's just there's you can't stop the marijuana industry yeah and even if i didn't do it to do it to make a bunch of money and supply a ton of people just our people and our community and our members and stuff would be cool get get them the best weed out there so what do you got going on this week jx uh this week nothing just training probably watch the john jones fight somewhere either in my house or whatever mm-hmm. brendan what about you this week work yeah well working and then definitely the john jones yeah. fight i mean how are we not going to have to watch that yeah we'll probably have a little get together maybe yeah so that'll be good uh, for me, the rest of the week today, Sean's going to come in and spar. We got a guy named Marcus McGee coming in to spar him a few rounds. I think he's a five and zero professional, very fucking good. Uh, and just and, and stay sharp and stay sharp and keep the mind ready for Henry because Henry came out with a video saying sugar needs to be ready, but we already knew that. Mm-hmm. We already knew that, but then you see the video of Aljamain. He just dropped it and he's training with Dominic Cruz. 
bouncing around, wrestling, drilling, jumping around his arm. So he could be just saying that bicep excuse because he's dealing with some other contract shit. Who knows? Who knows? But we got to stay ready to go and keep improving. And tonight I'll have, I'll, I might go stream after this and then I'm going to have a jujitsu tonight and I'll probably roll in the nogi a little bit. Nice. Brendan, who who taught you like about money and shit, like financial, oh, uh, like literacy, I guess. That would definitely be my dad, hundred percent. You know, he's always been in the banking, but he's been on my ass all the time about money. And like, he was the first person that was like, "You should save money," and uh, like had me with the savings account and just taking care of all that. And then he was the one that told me, "Oh, you should get a credit card," and then telling me how to make payments on it. Yeah. So he's always been on me about bills and stuff. And sometimes I feel like the dad of the house of the group. Like, so it's interesting now that, that sugar got all the, the utilities and everything. I used to like writing it down and breaking down all the numbers. Be like, Hey boys, this is what you owe me. Cause yeah, uh, you need to remind those guys how lucky they are that he covers all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously though. He covers all the utilities for you guys. Well, isn't he gonna, I, I would imagine he would tell us how much it is. Cause we were, cause they were paying me for the utilities and then, mm -hmm getting it to so it'd be interesting to see how like he's gonna tell us to to pay him or, or mm -hmm. whatnot yeah i mean because i'm like a lenient guy my dad's like you need to be on people when they and he's right my dad's a tough guy i'm kind of a softy sometimes and he's like you need to make sure that they're paying you you make sure they're doing this yeah so i wonder if sean will be kind of be like that and be like where's my money boys you know yeah it's always interesting on people how people handle their money I don't know where that, it, it, it's definitely got to maybe come from your parents. Yeah, for sure. How you grew up. I mm -hmm. mean, if your if your parents weren't good with their money, then you probably aren't going to be great with your mm -hmm. money unless you seek to be better, I guess, you know. And with jobs like yours, like corporate jobs like yours, corporate, it's, it's, yeah. it's a little bit easier because they take the taxes out. Mm -hmm. They take the taxes out. You don't have to worry about that for self-employed people. though, it's fucking hard. Yeah, it's that's another thing about with getting licensed and everything. I've been really getting into like the taxes and everything for like wealthy clients and like how they handle that mm -hmm. tax brackets and like I'm learning about like self-directed 401ks. Uh, I don't. Know, this is cool stuff. But yeah, how do rich people handle their money versus like regular? I guess. Do you they, see any habits? Anything they do different? The one thing I would say that, and this is another thing that my dad drilled into my head, was like it's so stupid when like political candidates will talk about like how they're going to tax the rich more. Cause at the end of the day, the only people that's really hurting are the people that aren't the rich ones. Cause those rich people are going to figure out either moving to like offshore accounts where you don't have those stem tax issues that there's always ways around those tax regulations that they can find to where the basic normal everyday person isn't going to have those same resources handed to them. So I hate the idea of, heavy taxing the rich it just doesn't make sense to me because it's really going to come down to taxing them and it's just it, they're, they're just gonna oh yeah you're gonna tax me in this country i'll go here mm -hmm. that's how i always looked at that so yeah you need to get tim some offshore accounts <laughs> yeah emma watson <laughs> emma watson got busted with some really in like the cayman islands i'm pretty sure oh fuck she didn't want to get taxed i guess yeah so all right that's episode 79 guys but it helps out if you like and comment on the video and then if you're not subscribed please subscribe i'm trying to grow the page and i'm enjoying doing it uh episode 79 check out patreon.com slash redhawk academy mariah and i just put up a, a, a podcast up there we do giveaways each month for of memorabilia technique videos lots of stuff if you really want to support the pod and then we got uh jx soto's page um he's he's got some merch dropping and it's very stylish merch Ooh. very quality shit that you won't regret getting 
And then uh, Brendan, what's your uh, the your Instagram, Brendan? Oh, uh, it'd be Brendan dot at Instagram. How do you spell Moranin? <laughs> That's a good M A R A N A N. And then we got the Brendan Schmitty show. Yep. That me and Schmitty do, and it's growing and it's doing good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all right, guys, thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. Love y'all. Bye bye.